Welcome to Startup to Scale, a podcast by Food Bevy. I'm your host, Jordan Buckner. Join me as I talk to aspiring entrepreneurs, seasoned industry experts, and everyone in between as we unlock the keys to growing from startup to scale. Hey everyone, Jordan here with the Startup to Scale podcast. And today we have on my guest, Damian Law, founder of F and Good Snacks. We are going to have a great conversation talking about launching a brand from scratch, what it takes, and what it looks like getting off the ground. So, Damian, welcome, man. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited to be here. For those who don't know, give me like the 15 second pitch of what F and Good Snacks is. Yeah, so F and Good Snacks is a, a better for you late night snacking company, and we make um, one gram sugar um, bedtime cookies. And so the the idea behind the the brand was that um, so I'm a I'm a big late night snacker, and if anyone watching, you'll know that like you can eat very healthy throughout the entire day, but uh, you always crave some junk food at night. <laughs> and for me, my go to late night snack were cookies. And so like one night um, after I devoured a bag of Chips Ahoy. I had like the worst night of sleep. And that just kind of gave me the idea of like, hey, why don't I start like a product line, especially cookies um, that we kind of marketed as it won't mess up your sleep. So what that means is we kind of took out everything you don't want in, in a late night snack. So the sugar, the carbs, the high calorie and uh, putting functional ingredients like almonds, almond butter, MCT oil um, that can actually help promote better sleep. And so, yeah, these are, these are the bad boys, what they look like. And um, we just shipped out the first um, 400 pre-orders and uh, people are lo- lo- loving it so far. So I'm excited. I love that, man. And I'll tell you personally, yeah. I am a huge uh, ice cream before bed fan, which is like not great. Um, yeah. There's a, uh, a brand, it's a scoop shop based out of Ohio called Jenny's. Um, mm-hmm. ice cream and they're so delicious they had some in chicago and now i just have like pints of them in my freezer um and, and i love it but it's probably still bad for me so i need yeah. to <laughs> to get some of your cookies to help uh help me yeah man together. yeah man what you what you waiting for <laughs> but, <laughs> um, get on that. so yeah, one but, thing um, that i love about your story though is how you built the company you're building the company like in public and like bringing everyone along your journey with you uh, which I think is amazing and a great way just like relate to people and so they get to know like you behind the brand um yeah tell me a little bit like what you did pre-launch like how did you get all these 400 pre-orders and what your process was like yeah so I'll kind of bring you like way way back so I started this business um December of 20. 20 um initially so we started this during like peak peak covid um like before peak peak covid um so i thought you know getting a formula and then uh producing it would take like six months but uh it's been a year and a half during um january of 2021 is kind of when we uh started our first batch of pre-orders because we thought it was going to be a six-month process to just kind of test the idea And the way we kind of first initially did that was we used um, Instagram to a landing page. And then um, we got emails and we got about like, I think, uh, like 200 emails from that. And the way we kind of just like talked to talk to our customers was just like basically building in public. And so we shared like, hey, this is kind of like the first batch of samples. What do you guys think? And so like with the, the continuation of the feedback we reiterate the recipe until it was perfect. And then fast forward to 
you know, April of 2021, <clears throat> we found out like there's going to be a six month delay um, with raw ingredients, supply chain issues and all that good stuff. Um, so that was like one of the, the toughest parts of this journey so far. It's just like, shit, like what, what do we do? Um, and then we just started kind of like keep at it, you know, communicating, building a public. Cause I think like when someone's emotionally invested in your journey, they're, they're emotionally, emotionally invested in your brand. Um, and the way I kind of like thought about it was like, why do we like reality TV shows so much? It's because we get to see all the behind the stuff, whether the good, you know, the bad and like what's been going on behind the scenes. And so we, I kind of wanted to bring that into like starting a business. And I'm sure we all know like midday squares absolutely kills it with this. And so um, started doing that and then fast forward to uh, December I mean, sorry, October, that's when I started kind of like posting on LinkedIn after hearing like a friend talk about it. And then December of 2021, I started um, a TikTok account on my like personal name, personal page, um, and basically posted a first video. It was called like, why I dropped out of college to make one gram sugar bedtime cookies. And um, that video like blew up. Um, we got about like 6,000 waiting list signups to it. And I was like, okay, let me see like how um intent um well they actually buy my product right um so we launched like a pre-order campaign we sold about like a thousand units um to that list and we just kind of like shipped those out um and i just think like even with like the people who pre-ordered with the first batch back in like january 2021 only like two people kind of refunded and i think the way we kind of kept um why that was was because we kept managing expectations kept sharing what was going on and just kind of bring people like along the way of starting the business um and so we like shared everything we're transparent you know even with like delays we say like hey um we're expecting like a four month delay like if you want a refund totally cool but just kind of being upfront and honest is the way to go for us i love that man and yeah this is just like incredible and watching you do that because you're right. Like people want to invest, like, obviously they like want to try like the cookies and want them to taste good. Exactly. They're invested in you, your story, your brand. And like seeing that journey is just really inspiring to like watch someone go through that. And they always get a sense of like, they know you, right. Like they become friends exactly. with you. Exactly. Like um, I was talking about this with like a friend the other day. It's like, who's the founder of Lamborghini? Like you don't know, right. Who's the founder of Ferrari? who's the founder of Tesla. Like if you see a cons Elon Musk, right? Because if you see like a consensus face um, and you're like building in public, people buy from people. And so that's kind of like the motto we went from since day one. So talk about like how you really built that relationship with your customers behind the scenes. Were you like emailing them? Were you like texting them? Like what did that look like? And how'd you go about like managing a couple hundred people? Yeah, so kind of like the, the overview of how it's going on right now, bef like before we launched the pre-orders was the top of the funnel was like TikTok. Um, so just sharing the story, sharing what's going on. That's the top of funnel. And then um, we had a link in bio where it's like uh, a landing page. So, hey, we're launching in like X amount of months. Um, sign up if you want to be the first to know when we go live. Um, so that is kind of how we connect collected the email addresses. And then the way we kind of communicated was through emails and just basically documenting <clears throat> the process. And um, I, I think just like 
being like yourself and being human. So, cause if you read our emails, there's a lot of emojis, there's a lot of jiffies and I just talk like, like I'm myself. And I think people really like connect with that. Um, cause I just think nowadays it's like super important for like storytelling to the, the audience, making them emotionally connected to your brand, obviously having like a, like a good product, you know, good messaging, all that is important too. But I think like you have to layer on top uh, a very important piece of like storytelling to kind of like connect with them. And that's kind of what we've just been doing. We send out like um, a company, we call it a company update email, like once a week. So um, whatever's just going on the past week, we share that with uh, the audience. So one email we wrote was like, hey, we just got like a, a negative feedback. So we like share everything, right? And I think that builds even more trust when you share even like the shitty things going on in the business. That's amazing, man. So yeah. you, uh, in the past, I mean, like uh, last week we're just in California for the first production run and getting those first uh, like 400 pre-orders out. Uh, talk about yeah. that journey, <clears throat> flying down and, right? Like you're, you're, you're based in Canada and so you didn't have any, any setup in California. So you had to just like reach out to the community and make it work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I went to Cali, uh, April. I, so I just got back like a couple of days ago. I was there for a week. And, um, the whole purpose of the trip was to sign off on the first batch, like 20% of our inventory and to ship out those 20% to everyone who pre-ordered. And so there was like a couple problems we ran into. So a, uh, I don't know anyone in California and uh, B um, we didn't have anywhere to ship them out of ship them out of and, you know, getting like a three PL as a startup is expensive. Right. And we couldn't afford it. Um, we can't afford it. Um, so I just made a post on LinkedIn saying, Hey guys, uh, going down to LA only problem is we don't have anywhere to ship things out of. Does anyone have, you know, does anyone know anyone that I can borrow uh, a space where I can ship things out of? And then um, that post that posted really well over like 60 people or 40 people, 40 or 60 people comments on that post, like offering, you know, their, their house, you know, their space for me to strip things out of. So, I, and that's also like a, a plus of why you should build in public. Cause um, when people see you, there's momentum going on, they're more willing to help you out. Um, but we did that. So what we did was, we stayed super scrappy and it's like an experience. And the way we kind of went about that was because I wanted to, I wanted to see really what it's like to start a business doing all like the manual stuff. And so what we did was we rented out a U-Haul. Um, we trucked it over to our manufacturer, picked up the two pallets. And a funny story was I asked, we, we had a meeting and um, I was like, Hey, um, has anyone ever brought a U-Haul over to you guys to pick up stuff? And they're like, Nope, you're the, you're the first one. So I'm cemented in history. Um, and then we took the U-Haul to the place. Um, shout out to Bridget and David from Grassroots Marketing. They were amazing. Helped let me borrow the space and helped me packing out. Um, but we trucked it over to their space. And then we basically just uh, taped, packed, shipped out all the boxes. And um, people are finally getting their stuff. So it's exciting. Dude, that's like the scrappiest way to build a brand. And, you know, I talk about this all the time of being as scrappy as possible from the ground up because one, exactly like you said, like you're going to learn what it takes to bring a brand 100%. to life. 
so that one day when you bring on help, like you've been there, you've been in their shoes, so you know exactly how hard some things are and like 100%. what it takes to get it done. And yeah. I think that's just so powerful. Yeah, hundred percent, definitely. And so, um, oh, so we, so we also uh, one one other thing we did was like I spent like three hours writing like handwritten notes to put in like every single boxes, and um, every single person that like purchases um gets like a personalized video from me um and i just think like the the reason why we want to do that is i just never really want to forget like who who pays our bills you know and i just think like especially with the consumable product the money isn't made on the first purchase it's made on the second third fourth purchase and having a good product is important and i also think like having that personal touch also push the, pushes them over the edge to continue supporting the brand. So key, man. So yep. one thing I want to get into too is like just the emotional journey and the highs and lows of starting a business. Because like you said, you thought you expected it to take six months getting started and yeah. it was like double, triple that before you could really get things out. So like, how has it been just navigating this and the highs and lows of building this business? Yeah, so like, I don't know if you've seen that like uh like photo but it's like started what being an entrepreneur it's like it's like this and then like everything's going well and then nothing's going well you know what i mean um and i didn't like believe that when i first started um but now that i've been through everything or starting to go through things i like totally understand so there's going to be like certain periods of time where like you feel like nothing is happening in the business like what is going on like is this going to fail so you just like have all this doubt in the back of your head and then one thing happens, you know, a TikTok goes viral or like you get like 10 orders from one person and then like you feel on top of the world and, and then nothing's going to happen and then stuff is going to happen, right? Um, I just think like through those times when nothing is happening is kind of like the most important growths that I have is when, because for me, um, those are the times when you really question what you're doing. And I think like, if you just kind of put one foot in front of the other and just get like these really small wins, it kind of builds confidence in yourself. And when you build confidence in yourself, you start to believe more and, and then shit is going to happen sometime or the other. And I just think like going through these like stages, it, it, it's hard. And I think like having a group of people you can talk to about the stuff is also important, which is why I think like, you know, LinkedIn is such a powerful community because everyone's kind of going through the same stuff. They understand what you're going through um, and just kind of like leaning on those people and just, you know, building it brick by brick and keeping the momentum going. is kind of what we're doing. I love that, man. And that's so true. Yeah. This journey is just like, I always say like the, the, it's like surfing the waves just keep getting bigger the problems just keep getting bigger hopefully you just get better at riding the rape waves out right yeah because as yeah. you go know, then you're gonna be you know now you're dealing with thousand dollar problems you're gonna be dealing with tens of thousand dollar problems and then eventually it'll be million dollar problems <laughs> and so they just yeah. keep getting bigger you just get better at navigating it yeah definitely 100 percent. the thing that always um you know i always tell founders to really reflect on like you said during those down periods is your personal why of like why you started the business in the first place and i think too there's like there's the yeah. the business Facts. why right like you want to design like snacks that you were able to 
um, to eat and snack on like at night before bed that wouldn't keep you up. But then there's also like the personal why, like as an entrepreneur, like why you, why are you doing this? Um, yeah. Have you given any thought of terms of like have, your personal why? Yeah, so I, I actually have, but I, I did that kind of like in the past like month. Um, so I was like someone that was like never really good at school. And I grew up in like a, a middle-class family. So we weren't like, we, we never had to like struggle for anything. Um, so I really had to like kind of learn to stand on my own two feet. You know what I mean? And um, I think the reason why just like through all this, the, the shit that's like coming at me, the reason why I'm so like determined to make this work out is because I just want to, I just want to like see like how far like my potential can go. And I think, you know, I think I can build like something amazing in the world and that, that, that'll help like a lot of people and just really like maximizing like my own kind of like potential because I truly believe like I'm awesome you know and I think like confidence isn't built in like a day right it's through going all through the moments where nothing is happening is kind of when you start believing like in yourself and um I I just I just want to be the best version of myself as cliche as that sounds (laughs) you got me man after uh, (laughs) after I sign off I'm gonna be placing my order so Damien, thanks so much for being on, man, and having this conversation. Thank you. And thank you for having me. Following your journey. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it.